On today's episode of Community Talk with Tommy, we're back with Nick Rogers, Marissa Rogers, and John Lehman. So, a quick recap. The South Open Chain Fire started September 8th and was rapidly approaching the rural town of Butte Falls and the outlying areas where Nick, Marissa, and their kids live. Most fire resources assigned to the South Open Chain Fire at this point are concerned with protecting the town of Eagle Point, which is on the other side of the fire from Butte Falls. So Nick calls his friends, neighbors, and co-workers, most of whom are loggers, and asks them to come rally at his house to go fight the fire with the understanding that government resources are maxed out and thus help won't be on the way for some time. Well, it turns out, quote, some time ended up being four full days. These guys were out there on their own fighting the fire for four days before any government-sanctioned firefighters showed up. In this episode... They described the following four days of their unsanctioned mission and how a super rocky relationship with federal firefighting crews and one division head in particular evolved to the point where they were rightfully recognized and reimbursed for their efforts. It's my pleasure to present to you the second half of the story of the Logger Militia. There was a division. There were guys that were on the ground. So like divisions of break and also each division has a division. It's like the supervisor. I'm not talking about that kind of division. Well, the guy on the the division was broken up into the fire is broken up into divisions, right? And they like tango and uniform and they've got all their like military sound and But the division I'm talking about is between the guys that were from the state that were fighting the fire on the ground who were Super glad to see us. Yes. Versus the guys who were in the office. No, no, no. I think no. You're you're not saying that the way it should be. All right. You okay. Say it then. So yeah. the fire burns for a few days. The fire gets too big, and this the state here has to like protect the land and like the initial attack stuff. So once a fire gets so big and it's like you can't control it, the state's small. And a small entity, really, when it comes to limited it. resources. Limited resources. Yeah. So they call in what's a team. So this team that came into this fire happened to be a federal team, which a lot of them were really good to see, like happy to see us, and they'd already been kind of half briefed on that we were a presence and they were here because a lot of us had already done previous work with the state. Boom, mm-hmm. industry guys. You have loggers up here on this. Like, we got it. So. Then you have division breaks, and each division, say division Tango, has its main person. There's yeah, one guy that represents like a section of that the fire. section of a break, like and a so like ten a- mile section or a five, depending on how big the fire. So there was a division that first showed up there that was some. Um, I don't even, I don't even remember his name because I don't give a shit. I don't <laughs> like the guy. <laughs> they showed up and then basically was telling us this and that and that we wouldn't get help and yada yada yada. And then tried to tell us that we were doing this. So I kind of got into it with him a little bit. Yeah. But well, because was I was a nobody. We're calling us freelancers. Freelancers. And, and, and all this yeah. stuff. And, and they wanted it to be. Because these were everybody that was in the, in the shit with us. That was like working with Roger's contract cutting. And like the crew that we had formed. Like this goes back to the money thing with these. with When it comes to this stuff. Because. These are all people that had signed up for fires in previous years that had not signed Let's just up. call the division that I didn't like. Let's just call him Fred, which Fred. I know that's not his name, but yeah. Fred's a Fred's so, a 
he's a we all came into this nobody liked that man. and none of nobody had signed up with the state at that point to fight fire yeah because, because we've no, done nobody it. on your guys we've crew. done it before right, this, and it always ends for, up kind these of are, getting these are all people that in previous years not all of them but because there were also just people that had equipment in their backyards that were fighting this most stuff. of us are but, loggers right and we want to log we don't we like yeah we'll fight fire if we have to but in previous years some of these older companies that work for us had a lot of issues on getting paid or like there was a lot of yeah. bad blood. And so they said, fuck it, we're not going to sign up this year. We're not doing fire this year, period. Yeah. And so when this fire broke out, it was really close to home. It wasn't like a... So all those guys decided we're fighting this fire. They, they, but they weren't fighting it for... It wasn't... Right. Nothing was a money thing until the cats and the equipment was pulled off. And then right. it got told that people but like they that would like to respect guys, us and pay like they want to pay us for our time. Right, they did because these were all guys that, was that the had state you know in the in the beginning because when like Nick Oregon called Department me, Department of Forestry helping us. when Nick called me, I asked him, like, did the state call? Like, are we on the? And he's like, no, I called you. I'm calling you. There's just a fire at my house. Let's go. So, and that's how everybody came on to I it. I said, there's a fire at my house, and I have a lot of fuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we all just came out. And then these, the, this Fred guy. Call him Fred. Right. Dick. Because Fred he comes Dick. out. And there was sort of some, like, some of the guys from the state had been like, yeah, like, you guys are doing a lot of work. Like, we should talk you about it. You gotta re- watch when you say state and fed. Okay, so, so I don't so, know the okay, difference. Okay, so. I don't so know let's, the difference. Let's, so. let's just, like, take a breath here and tell me about that progression. So you guys were by yourselves. You didn't have any contact with any officials for the first couple of days. Yeah. So the Thanks. first four days, I don't think like we had. We talked to a few state guys, which are o- local ODF guys that respected us, that know us. We worked together in the in the off season as far as like actual logging. They yeah. know us. Yeah. And they know like they know what we were doing, and they like we're it. And we got <coughs> told, "You're it." Like there's there's nobody. You're it up here. The fires across the like people can't get through. You know, there's all the houses are on the other side of this fire. Like the city's on the other side of the fire. The city, not my town of View Falls, is on the side we're on. So, John, don't look at you, <laughs> son of a bitch. You were telling you're me supposed I'm to pick that, me up when it comes to that. I looked at you and you, said, "Pick me up." You <laughs> I looked at you and said, "Pick right, me up," and you okay. looked at me and made from me. my perspective, you tell me where I'm wrong because I'll get it wrong. So you tell me. Okay, I'll try. Progress- I'm better. At he wants the progression it, from how we went to being just like completely rogue and on our own to at the in the end, actually getting paid. Yeah. Right. So yeah. and it yeah. went like this as far as I know. We show up. Nick's like, they're going to tell us to go fuck ourselves. It's <laughs> basically the message that I received. And that's the message we are all Not assuming. when you showed up. It was a couple days. Like, when I said the yeah. Fed team's taken over, that was yeah. a couple days. I said, right. they're going to tell well, us. Well, when we showed up, we, we weren't even thinking that there was going to be money involved, period. Nobody did. Nobody did. Yeah. So then there's sort of like some of the guys that we were talking to that were, I don't know if they're federal okay. or if they're state You tell or me how the conversation went and I can tell you what side they were on. Well, they were like, so are you guys signed up? And we're like, what? Because like, I, like, I have fine, literally fine, no fine. idea. Yeah, like it's, so they're like, uh, what's your E number? And I'm like. Feds. I'm like. They were uh, feds team that took yeah. over. Yeah, and I'm okay. like, I have. What's a fucking e-number? <laughs> <laughs> like, and they're like, uh, so you're freelance? And I'm yeah, like, feds. and I'm like, I'm with 
I'm with RCC. And they're like, they're like, so freelance. And it's this tone of voice that's like, condescending. That's like, you're a, like, you don't fuck, you weren't at coffee this morning at the expo. Yeah. That's exactly, okay, that was the federal team that took over. And so I'm like, okay, like, I'm gonna go back out and push the dirt again. Like, (laughs) why, dude? And like, and these guys, like, where was that conversation happening? At like the safety zone down here, because okay, it wasn't until area. we were until we were pushed all the way back to the. We safety already had zone. when the when the when the Fed showed up, but their team showed up. We already we'd already put in. We'd already basically fought the fire and been jumped and been beat, had our asses kicked, <coughs> did this, did that, and then we were already establishing a um, strong an anchor point. At that point. Like yeah. it was like okay, house is this anchor point. <coughs> Boom, we built. An anchor point. We had our humongous safety zone. Yeah. And I know all the landowners. We logged for them. There was no questions. I called all the people that own the land up here besides the federal government yeah. that land. We basically, when you're fighting a fire that's burning like this in federal ground that's not managed, you're, you're, you can't. You can't do it. Like, we tried. We pushed and we tried. Basically, we drew, a, like, you're going to draw a line and drop underneath the federal ground because there's so much fuels and unlogged forest you can't win so we're dropping down safety right. zone here's where we're going to do our anchor point and it's basically cutting out all the all that unmanaged land yeah and so after we did that well so the, pro- the we got to tell them the progression though so we've got the that jump ahead so, yeah we, ah, we're, we're jumping all over it. Right. Right. so we get we get out here we're convinced that one we're just doing this for the love of the fucking game and then two some of the guys, I think they're from the state. That the red bearded guy. Oh yeah, that's that's our homie. Yeah, so that's he's, our homie. He's like, you guys, like we don't have the resources to come out here. You guys are doing good things. Like if I had any say, which he doesn't, doesn't, and he's he, like, he was very he's clear like, on it. He, yeah. He's like, I have no say, but like I would like to see you guys get paid for what you're doing because we were spending. I mean, like the thousands amount of the amount of money of that we were putting on. I had I had a few. I had a fuel truck yeah. show yeah. up here. <laughs> I have a five thousand gallon tank, and I had a fuel truck show up twice. A five thousand gallons of diesel, and it, when yeah. it, I it was. Or groceries or every. Yeah, right. we so, had like. So he was like, he, because and you know, fifteen bulldozers—that's fifteen operators for one ship. So we had, you know, that's yep. that's a lot of time. And resources and manpower. So this guy is like, I'd like to see that happen. I don't have any idea. And so we're kind of like, oh shit, like, that would be cool, right? And then the federal guys come, and they're like, fuck you. You should be jailed. Yeah, freelancers. For what you're doing. Like, you're, because like, you're like, we now... Got, so do you remember the the issue when I pulled all the guys off? Were you, you remember the... So... We they had their people come up and we had our we had our fallers in there cutting right we had our fallers are dudes with chainsaws dudes with chainsaws that are like cut timber cut trees big trees every single day of their lives like that's what they do they're my guys tell them what they do on the fire though so on the fire the thing of it is though yeah the thing of it is you know old Thomas so what what do they do on the fire so on a fire they take like you have. Let's just, they're highly skilled. They're highly paid. They're highly skilled. This is what they do. Yeah. They can drop dangerous, a tree super in a dangerous Super in dangerous. A you got a tree like this. They can swing time. it. They right. can do, or they can basically say, like, get some equipment here because we don't have a choice. So a tree that's burning, that's going to uh, jeopardize your line, your fire line. You put your fire line in, you got a 
150 foot snag burning on the edge of the fire line. You got a hundred foot fire line. It's on fire. Yeah. You if it falls across, falls across, you're, you're going to lose it. Right. Like, it's, and then hazard. It's just a snag, a burning snag hazard. You got hand crews pushing in to try to, to try to clean it up and put it out. So they fall the trees. So my guys are in there cutting trees, doing what they're said. Then somebody comes and get, they already know us. The half of the feds that showed up, we tried to communicate with them and Fred, fuckhead Fred. Yeah. The guy and I didn't see eye to eye, so the last two times I came into the safety zone, he looked at me and tried to say something. I said, you need to sit in your truck. Every time you see me pull in on this side-by-side -side of my neighbors and I'm fucking destroying, <laughs> sit in your truck and don't just, I don't want to see you when I pull in. Needless to say, he bowed his head and he did the rest of the entire fire. He did what he was told. <laughs> Problem solved. So, the guys, my guys... Tell him the point of the co the conflict yeah. though. You jumped ahead. Okay, all okay, right, right. You jumped ahead. Okay, and Fred got me all riled up again. You're just you're still mad. I'm still mad you're about still that. Mad. God, that guy pissed me off. So, <laughs> the, the, anyways, my guys, somebody got my guys, and they went and cut a tree that somebody else didn't cut. Not a big deal. We cut it. We're done. Because there's the different division. Division. So they jumped a so division. So we're tang We were tango. And I think that was uniform. And there, so our, we we had cut fire line all the way across Tango, and we'd gotten into some <laughs> Sierra, and we were into some uniform, right? Gotcha. And when the feds came in, they started making this. It was like a big deal if you went outside. Your Honor, I don't your see what I've area. done. It's a crime, after I, all. What I do, I cross an, an imaginary, imaginary line, line with a bulldozer, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so that there, we're, we're cutting these fire lines, and we're connected. We've hit. At that point, both of the divisions on either side of us. And we hit the Sierra side, and that's when that's I, got, Fred. I got over there, and the same guy's standing there, and he's basically like, no, fuck out of here. Turn turn your shit around and sent three of us back. So we're like, okay, so now we're going to go over to the uniform side. <laughs> <laughs> so Which we, is not just <laughs> go over to uniform side. It was, we had... Seven or eight miles in between this right, break. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, yeah. it was the rogues. So, <laughs> the so we're like, okay, fuck it. Here we go. <laughs> and the, and so the, that's, I'm running with all the bulldozer guys. And, and Nick's got a bunch of his fallers all cutting these trees that are hazardous either to the fire line or to the people that are working, right? Because you don't want the trees falling across the fire line and you don't want them crushing people, right? Yeah, so they're yeah. cutting all these trees and they're right on the edge of tango and uniform. And the guys in uniform one of the hot shot crews who are like the the hand crews that are digging in the ground and they're they're check they're like they're hard working dudes they're, they yeah they're hardcore they call and they're like there's a snag that we need to get cut and so the timber fallers that are in tango our the guys on our team go over into uniform because the hand crews over there have called them in. yeah not a big deal yeah. not a big deal Happy to fucking help, because once again, the goal for everybody at this point is put the fire out, right? Yeah, yeah. So they go over, and they're like, yeah, there's that tree right up there, and they encounter two other timber fallers that are from the federal guys, okay. and they're not cutting the tree for, they've decided they weren't going to cut it. It wasn't, I don't even know why they I don't know why it. they didn't cut it. All I, I know. They called us to have somebody come up there and come cut it. So yeah, we right. Had one of our and then again, not a big it. deal. Right. So they go and they cut. The, they cut the tree. Yeah. And so then the timber fallers from the federal unit, they call <laughs> their boss, like and are like, 
those fucking guys the freelancers the freelancers from tango unit came and cut our tree i heard yeah poach poach. my strip right which is which and this is the thing this is the this is where things get really gross to me because like yeah we ended up getting paid which is super cool but that mentality exists in the firefighting world where everywhere it's like I, if we got I, our shit I, done I, over here, like in if ta- and at that point it was towards the end of the fire that we yeah, really had. Everybody's issues. worried about money then, like, right? Because now that the fire's kind of contained, it's sort of about like, well, like we came all the way out here from Utah to fight this fire, so like it better be worth it. And, <laughs> and so like when our guys are just like, yeah, we'll cut the fucking tree, like no problem, not a deal, done, right, right? That's not cool anymore. Right, so it became this issue, the money thing. That's when they came here and they said basically pull back. I says that's fine. I'll pull everything back. Right, because but I'll stay here till noon with all my guys. I'll stay here until noon. So I said pulled all my guys back. I pulled water tenders back. I pulled fallers back. I pulled cats back. Everything we had, we just pulled back, and everybody came and sat here like, "What's going on?" I says, "Oh, just wait here." Says at noon, I guess we're all done. I think you said. Fuck it, I'm pulling everything off. I, I, yeah, so I, I, I yeah, because they started. It, it became this thing. We were encroaching on their their, their work. money and their work, which yeah. is fine. Needless to know, but we when just they wanted to showed put the up, fire out. Like okay, that, this, that was a thing. This was not even on. This was like I think this was probably like ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So yeah, the yeah. next crews like are coming in, showing up here on the like to work. They realize they don't have there's. Four or five crews with no water. There's four or five crews with no timber fallers because we were man. We did. We had a huge chunk of land that was that we were taking care of, which was fine. Yeah. And then so the main division. This is the uniform, not fuckhead Fred. This is a new guy came in. It's like, man, I just want to say I'm sorry. So this is the fed of one good person. Not there's four yeah. good people, but this is a good person from the federal team side of it. Yeah. That had a clue that realized, like, you guys are helping and you're doing good. We're not just up here. Like, yeah. we were doing good. We had yeah. very good people on scene and kind of smoothed it all over with me, talked to with me here for what, an hour, and everything continued on as normal. Yeah. But that was like a serious hiccup in the whole fire when everybody calling, everybody sitting here. I'm just like, I. I guess we're encroaching. But this is the kind on of thing. On everything, on all the work we did. This is what's so difficult about the, the whole situation is that a lot of the timber industry has pulled out of signing their equipment up with the state for fire because of, because these, of these kinds of things where there are guys that are really good at running cats in the woods. They're really good at using the equipment in the woods. They have been cutting burning trees or regular trees every day all year long. So they're I mean, really, like, if you were to put together a team of people to fight a fire in the mountains, in the woods, you'd want them to be timber industry. Every because single person. Because every operator that's not, you know, a construction company who's got a guy who runs a cat who mostly pushes house pads on the flat ground. The, right. This is not flat ground. The, the rocks are three feet in diameter and kick up under the tracks and sit the cat on the back end. Like, it's a Oh, scary, did that happen right here? That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. First oh, time for me. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. So, like, yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, and it's scary, right? And and so like if when you don't have, you know, and obviously I've been working on equipment. You but, but but when you came into this, you like, I've been we, running. You've the been in some stuff, I've been, and I've had I've, you on. I've no, had you Nick's, in some stuff. I've been working with Nick Rogers, and so my experience, <laughs> my experience on a cat was not pushing fucking house pads. It was, <laughs> it was like he's like, oh yeah, no big deal. Just push that down that hill, and I'm like that little hill over there. That little hill over there, and you, and you get up to it, and you can't see the ground in front of you, and the thing just buries the nose. You're good. Yeah. You're fine. Just no, keep you're... a good shoulder. Oh, don't you're get gonna on be fine. Dirt. Yeah. Don't stay, keep it tight. Keep just real. don't get sideways, John. Just keep real dirt. Yeah, and that's the kind of advice that you get right before you do it. <laughs> you know, you'll be fine. Yeah. So. <laughs> but so what I'm what I'm saying is that that like because of this kind of stuff that goes on with the state and the federal guys and the and the complications as far as like getting paid or or doing shit there's also tickets. ethics of this of them not being able to request somebody for the job they have to go right on so, a list or by pro like yeah. they can't request somebody right so even if they're even, and that let's is say, a huge let's say nick nick rogers has his equipment all sitting right on open chain road and a fire breaks out on open chain road the state can't say Hey Nick, your gear is sitting right next to that fire. Go put it out. Right? They have a list and they go either alphabetically Ethics. or whatever. And because they can't show favoritism in any kind of way, which makes it's like, it makes no, you know, sense. it makes sense. But at the same time, Nick's right there. He could be on that fire in 30 minutes, right? They're gonna call a company that's signed up with them. And Gee, that company, cheapest. they gotta go with the cheap. It's like a, they gotta bid it, which is right. incredibly. And insane. that company might be located in Northern California, or in Bend, or in Medford. But either way, Nick's right there, ready to deploy, right? And this is this happens with the fires all over oh, the place because yeah. the that's timber, why the timber industry, industry quit practically. Fires. They, yeah, so they've quit at this point. They did, all this these year. guys didn't sign up. Because of the complications and the issues with how the fires were getting managed with the state and the feds. And so now this scenario with the guys on the ground that we were working with who were good. That knew us. It really, like, it, the way that this all happened and this, like, how smoothly it went. I mean, like, not that, like, it was a fire, so it's not like it was... It was organized chaos. It was organized chaos, but it was efficient from both the standpoint of how much money got spent cause, and or, like, what we were paid versus what got done and how quickly we were able to get our resources onto it. And that is an important thing to consider when you're thinking about what happened in the state of Oregon during that week because there were so many fires and so little available to fight them that it doesn't make sense not to create a situation where timber industry guys are able to bring their equipment We're out here, at the drop always. of a hat and, and make know it they're easy, gonna get paid. And, yeah, and make it easy to get them on it because they're there. Their yeah. equipment's there. It's ready to go and in a situation like this where the state was so under re, under resourced, it wouldn't like the the only other solution was to backburn from Butte Falls and put every home and piece of timber between Open Chain Road and Butte Falls. Yep. Thousands of acres of at peril. Um, of just about ready to log future for 
like I said, generation for me. Like, so let's talk about that because they wanted to do that, right? That yeah. was, that they, was that kind was of the plan. talks that we heard. Yeah. I don't, not, nothing of real official because obviously we weren't involved in the official meeting. I went down to the official meeting and I got looked at like I was a complete jackass. So I went to one <laughs> meeting. And needless to say, I couldn't even get a cup of coffee because COVID. So it was yeah. like, like a waste of time. Other than the fact when I drove down Beaufort's Highway and I seen the people I know's houses. Devastating. And I drove down into the meeting. I left way before daylight and got down there, went to the meeting. And then I came home and I seen all the, I seen it. I seen how fast the fire moved and I seen people's houses burn yeah. up that I know. Yeah. That was like, that was some deep shit. Like yeah. that was, it was, and then I'm like, my, I had my guys, my crew, my workers, my my realm, my circle of people's up there, like no confrontation. Just like John said, it was what do we need and how do you want how do you want us to do it? Like there was there was never friction, there was never nothing. And so like I had that moment driving all the way up the hill yeah. where I literally drove past the end of my driveway because I couldn't I didn't want to come home. I couldn't I couldn't come here because I was like the blubbering like I'm a tough guy. I'm a logger. God, I don't cry. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't. I gotta, Dude, I'm, I'm gonna go suck. be by myself for just a little bit so I can come back and put this game face on and be back in the game. Yeah, but it was rough. It was like devast. It was, it was, it was happy, sad. It was a lot of emotions all in one. Yeah. Um. So let. But let's. So let's. Let's talk about. It. They wanted to back burn. They and, and yeah. Probably. I guess we didn't have the confirmation, but that's what you guys' understanding was. No, straight up, they were, they were prepping. Yeah. They, were prepping. they were prepping it for V-lap. Yeah. V-laps, which and is very large, what, V-lap. Very Big. large very air large tanker. A very large air tanker, V-lap. So they clear an area out, they lay a bunch of retardant, and they light it on fire to stop it, which is a very effective way to stop a fire that hasn't been stopped, and we... By the time there was this talks are in, we'd already pulled all our cats off because we had it lined and like and I, it was out. We pulled yeah. our cats down on the 16th and it's like, we're done. No, I'm, so <laughs> I'm saying the shit though. I'm saying the thing. Say the thing. Is thing. it about so, Fred? Well, so they told us, that I'm not allowed to say this. No, fuck it. I'm saying it. Say it. They were like, you're done. Get out of here. You can't go into uniform. And we're like, okay, because we got like Tango pretty, where we got a line that goes all the way through Tango to uniform and we're still ahead of it. And if we keep on pushing this thing, then back burning wouldn't be necessary. Oh. And they're like, fuck out of here. We're back burning. Fuck they you. They lost it. You, you like freelance pieces of shit. Like, get out of here. So. I'm making Merv real nervous. <laughs> so, then, as they're packing up, because we're like, we could cut the fire line and we could finish it. Oh, this was in the dark. This is in oh, the dark. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like this. This is in the I dark. Like so, we're like, we could do it. We could get this thing done and we could line it out into uniform and we could prevent the need to backburn from view falls. Right? This oh, is, t- tell, like me this a- tell me if I'm wrong. I like this night. So, I think it's spaghetti that night. It was spaghetti night. (laughs) (laughs) So, I get the phone call from Nick. Because, like, it's 10 p.m. And one of the guys has said something about... Because they were like, fuck off, you don't do it. Go home. 
And then one of the guys, as they're packing up, they're like, just so that you know, like, we're leaving at 10 p.m. And yeah. nobody's going to be here until tomorrow at around 10 a.m. <laughs> so anything that happens this evening is sort of like, we didn't know about it. So the message is kind of like, go for it. <laughs> and so that's what happened, is Nick and Trevor... Nick J. Ramur is like, don't say it out loud. Cut that fucking fire line, and then the next morning, there was no need to backburn from Butte Falls. It was done. And that was, like, we, and then from then on out, we were holding those lines for a couple of, like, three or or four days until we had old Greg, Greg Roberts came up and checked the lines, and we got resources. And that was, right, so, and that's when we started getting, because they had, done a whole bunch down they were able to pull some resources out and send them up here yep. and some of probably the, because they, they probably just because the fire burnt it burnt into the houses down in like eagle point and yeah. the, the other side we're actually it makes sense to put all their resources yeah where the most structures and the most civilization like right. we weren't like expecting like no it wasn't like we were like oh we can't get any it was like they're they're there not available not. yeah yeah. So everything was. You falls as a population then, of like a uh, population of nobody cares. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So and so that's when we started seeing some Type Sixes, yeah. which are like a, a four wheel drive engine engine a couple truck. Hundred that, gallons. You know. Yeah. A few hundred gallons of water, but those are super LJ. important. Yeah. <laughs> was that, I hope that's on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> LJ, for God's sakes, man. Super important for maintaining a fire line. Getting those engines up the spots. water engines. We're just once cruising lines the, and picking once spots Once you've got up. the line, then the water just keeps the fire on the one side on of the line. Keeps right? Yeah. And that was our big problem the first couple of nights was not having any water. And why we yep. were not able to stop it was just That's why that sweep and the, our, our original, the lines, that, not the original, but the lines that where we said, this is where it is. This is yeah. where, like, and we had our pep talks and our meetings with the guys. And it was like, remember the Titans type conversation. I mean, yeah. I, unless I was super sleep deprived, I no. remember it being very intense meeting. Like, Dude, very intense. We were having the most intense meetings. Everybody together. Yeah, because, I mean, we were just like, we were, con- I mean, I was convinced. Was it, that it was like, it was like awesome, right? It, it was, was awesome. I didn't want to think it like that, but I think it, that's like. No, dude, and, what and it like, was. credit where credit was. Due. Yeah. Like, you were, you were quarterbacking a huge team of guys. I ran a bulldozer. <laughs> Okay. Like I ran a bulldozer. I was, and I did was half whatever, asleep. I was you know, kind of. I was and, like on like, autopilot. I think, but like but I said, I, mean, I, I create and, chaos because that that's was, what I like, and I didn't have to create this chaos. It was we just were we were chaos in already. We were in the thick of it, and we had nobody to tell us what to do other than you. And and like I know you, and so, and so like I'm <laughs> were like you nervous. Huh? Well, not nervous. Oh. No, I'm. I mean, like it was a it was a scary situation across the board, but we were. It was a. Everybody knew that we were going to either do this and get it done or fuck this up. <laughs> and there was going to be nobody to blame. You know? No, not you. Not oh, we were, it would we have been all, all... That whole thing. Because there was a few other people that, like... No, like yeah, all right. So, and I got like, into it with some people that yeah, if like, half of us had died, like, yeah, you'd be in prison I, right I now. I got like, into it with <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I got into it with some people that like I really feel bad about getting into it with, but as it like smoothed over over the next couple days, they like I was right. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God, dude. Because if I would have been wrong, oh my God. Well, no, I would have like been that, kicking my own ass. That, that and, night, oh. that night when Thank we were God. going Woo. out and I'm headed up the trail with Skip and we're going after you and Trevor who are already up cutting into uniform. I got a little the, tied up. Sorry for not calling you. On the, yeah, tell me about <laughs> it. Me and Skip are sitting at the top of this mountain. What did he like, say? What did he say? So what we get up there and Skip had just gotten, so he was like the first night that he gone home to his wife oh and, and it's like the, it, it was you the man was i respect so that man god skip i love that guy is, skip is one of the quietest but like he's the only just, one i let me call me balls he's he's it he he genuinely says the most with the fewest words of anybody that i've ever met <laughs> and when he says things i've listened because that he's same important shit every single time. <laughs> like he's never just bullshitting with you. Like he'll bullshit with you, but but like when he, he's thinking before he speaks, which is like a quality I really fucking appreciate, especially yeah, in the yeah. crew of people that we run around with, because they just talk, talk, talk. <laughs> but Skip doesn't. He's very, you know, Selective. like thoughtful in every word that comes out of his mouth. And so Nick calls us and says, we got it. We're going up. We're doing some bad boy shit. Like, here we go. Like, they're home for the night. And they said, wink, wink, don't cut that fire line. So, <laughs> like, here we go. We're doing it. Bring the cats. And Nick's already up on the top of the mountain. And we get sort of a general idea of where we're going. And I call Skip. And I'm like, Skip, like, we got to go. Nick says. It's the first time I got to run a cat and like. Five or yeah. six days, so I got yeah. a little so we, we start heading up, and Skip's just, he's like, well, I'm, I've just sat down, I'm about to eat dinner <laughs> with my wife for the first time in like a week, but I will be there shortly. And like hangs up the phone, and he gets up here, and we get in the cats, and he sort of realizes that what we're doing is going and doing what we're not supposed to be doing. Bad boy shit. And he's kind of like, this is, I don't know. I don't know. This fucking <laughs> Nick Rogers thinks he, he's going to be a fucking hero. I'm <laughs> like, but, but he's, you know, he's skipping. Like, we get up there, and I swear to God, at one point, he's going to tear his lunch pail in half. <laughs> he's, a big, he's a big cowboy. He's a big cowboy. He's a big spilled man. spilled in the truck, and he grabbed it on both sides. I'm like, no, Skip, don't do it. Like, and, but he is a big we man. get up there and and like he's with it like obviously like we're all in it and we're always gonna just go for it and do what we need to do to get this stuff done. But we get up to the top of the mountain and then we're sitting there waiting. We can't get in touch with Nick. We can't get in touch with Bennett. We can't get in touch with anybody. And we're sitting there and it is fucking freezing. And this is the like I am <laughs> on the hood of the bulldozer for warmth, like <laughs> hugging the exhaust pipe. <laughs> he's sitting in in this thing and it's like dead quiet. And we can like just hear, like pitch machines. black dark. Yeah, nothing. it's pitch black. There's machines off in the distance, and Skip is sitting there, and it's colder and colder. And we've been up there for now like three hours, <laughs> waiting to hear from anybody, just like on oh, call. Did not. I was not gonna and, have any kind of service once. I was, just, so, I was like, it was hot. I got excited. And Skip is just sitting there, and I can tell he's pissed because <laughs> like it was his. Like he just, he, oh, like man. he's he got he's. The kind of guy that, like, you'd never expect to, like, 
I feel like he calls his wife like some cute name, you know. He's a teddy. He's a ginormous teddy bear bear. cowboy, and he calls me balls man. And like he's the only one. Yeah. That what I'd ever let because he's so we're sitting up there. We're sitting up there, and it's super quiet. And like I'm pissed. Skip's pissed. (laughs) Where neither one of us is saying anything, and he goes. I said, call me. If you need me. <laughs> I didn't say call me. I said call me if you need me. <laughs> and then just goes dead quiet again. And we sat there for another 30 minutes. And I was just rolling that one around in my mind. And I was and I'm like, when he said that, I was like, this is the maddest I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Which, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I felt so bad about that. Uh, but what it meant with that, so that night, yeah, obviously, that was, that that sucked because it was so fucking cold and late. But what that meant was all the work that we had done paid off because that line that Nick was cutting when we were sitting there motherfucking him <laughs> was, that- was the it. That was the line that tied us tied all the other lines together and made that barrier that held it off from Ute Falls. Yeah, it was awesome. And I remember the next morning, because I went back out with Troy, and we widened that line out. Oh, because they tried to send skidgens on ground. It was... Right, yeah. It was just skidgen is like a skitter, which is a rubber-tired machine. Okay. So, like... They're like, oh, we're going to send this machine here and send that. And I went down there, I'm like, it was first nasty. of all, no, you're not ever going to get a machine like that up there. Yeah. You can get you can get a machine like this at FMC. It's like a tank. It's like they got tracks. Or kind yeah. of, so they do a little better, a tank with tracks with water on it. And so I'm like, the feds now, after all this, have realized mm-hmm. they have no choice but to work. like with, with Because you. I think after all that, Whatever meetings took place down in the whole meeting town was this talk to these guys, like communicate with him yeah. and everything. Like I talked well, and, and, and then the they're national, reaching and calling that, me. And that was the, the national point guard. Where the national guard yep. knew who we were at that point. Everybody at that point started giving us Correct. Uh, yeah. respect. respect. Like we were, we were no longer getting treated just like outcast yeah. like idiots. Well, we had an organization. We had our own entity. Right. Like yeah. we yeah. were very, and we, I was more than willing. To reach out, even with Fred, the first few meetings we had, I was like asking him, and I was showing on a map and what we'd done, and like, and he just looked at me like I was a complete, like, and like, dude, like, he was like treated me like I was a, like nobody. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to like show you everything, and it took them five or six days to actually until the the radar, so they fly every night and they do like an infrared radar of this fire and what mm-hmm. it's doing, and you can see our line, like. It's burn up to it. Like, it's a crisp, clean line all the way down around. Like, it's stopped for, mm-hmm. like, four days straight. And finally, they put our map, our line on the IRA. So that's when they actually were, like... They recognized, they our, recognized our fire lines did. as valid lines and put yeah. them on the map. And then they started sending us these resources. And they were, like... Then they just started, I'm like, you can't get this machine up there. You can't... You can get that machine there, but we're going to have to cut in, like, a halfway road so you can get that machine yeah. into there. But take this machine here and take... And it was like, and that was the day boom, it relief, was done. That and was that was the day, day they, like, the of, day before that or the day, that day they put on Butte Falls on a level three, like, 
you have a mandatory evac and it's like it's yeah. done like so, we yeah. i think we, we i and we were lucky enough we had inversion we had lucky enough the state sent us a helicopter to actually do what we needed to cool spots like we had a lot of help from the oregon department of forestry which is more direct driven towards like saving private industry land which is yeah. your logging which is but builds these tables that paper like the industry yeah and we're lucky so, cause they couldn't they they didn't have to send us anything so they they actually like stepped up and it was very awesome and that happened how many days after that's like day that's day eight dude seven or eight yeah like the very end the very end we finally had like and then we pulled all our equipment off and it's like i and their equipment finally settled down enough to where they've got resources up there so we basically said hey day 16 this is the 16th we got a half a day. We're gonna cut a trail, and we're pulling our equipment off. We're done, and we stopped. We logged all our time, and that was before that. Right before that's when it says, "Hey, you guys need to get paid." So turn your. So we stopped all our time right there. Boom, we were done. Yeah. So we pulled our equipment off. And we then, didn't sit up there and try to see milking yeah. thousands of dollars a day. Like we're yeah. done. We feel yeah. comfortable. Well, and that was but, yeah. yeah that the was next day, the next we, week we were back to logging. Once that so. line, once that last line connected to, was it, what is what's the name of the creek that it, it's. Ginger Creek. Ginger Creek. Once that line was connected, we went back through and we widened everything out with the cats to make sure we get it to make sure and to make it so that you could get yeah that you could get equipment up the fire lines and up the roads right, and that was it. Then we pulled every cat off that day, and then from there on out it was just running those lines with water resources. And they pretty much did all that. We we were done. We we. Well, Eric we had, was yeah. We had we had was, water like, tenders, tenders, timber fallers, and we had uh, mist tanks, which are like tanks that the water tender fills and floods a line so they can like miles of line. Mm. And then it was after that when we had a little bit of issue with some people, so we pulled. And it, it was like a two-hour issue. But at that point, the fire had been pretty well contained, and yeah. that was really the only thing that anybody was concerned about from our perspective. It wasn't this political or whose work is this and where are you allowed to work or what are you allowed to do or whose, you know, area are you working in or what division is that? It was really just about trying to get the fire to not burn everything down. And once we got into a position where our, you know, that line was created around Butte Falls and Open Chain Road, from Open Chain Road to Butte Falls, that was it for us. Like, we weren't there to do anything other than that. that I was... think they lowered the fire restrictions the next week, and most everybody went back to work, except for the few. We had the water tenders and some timber fallers helping. Yeah. What? So, can you guys tell me about this attempted forced evacuation? Oh, yeah. when the oh when all the sheriffs showed up? Yeah, I'm on the cat, and I'm pushing in the safety zone down at, on Oban Chain Road. This is what day three or that four. That was like I almost run over. Like, I almost got ran over by sheriffs. They come up like six cars, lights flashing, and everything go ripping up the got road. Shot. Yeah, I thought I was like something's something's wrong. Like, something <laughs> bad is happening, but I and I didn't really. Do you like what was the? They the, called. They it was a, who called them? What somebody I, called they them, just right? called it. There was an evacuation, but it was already a level three evacuation. So somebody called. The sheriffs and said that people were up there. I don't know. Who. Oh wait, no, that's what it was. There were all these rumors on Facebook. And so stuff. somebody called like said that people won't leave, which it was like all like you had a whole community, like the people that their ranch, entire ranch got built yeah. up. 
they were like everybody was we were working hand in hand with them and they yeah. everybody was like there was a whole group of people way outside like our network yeah because what 40 we're, people we're talking were about our, our like timber industry related guys that were working on the fire but that has that doesn't even touch on how many people who lived in these homes were right they they were right there with us with knowledge but they still everything. they weren't no they they're, weren't they yeah, had no, they're knowledge not, like, yeah they're capable they've got the equipment they've got the know-how they're not going fucking anywhere yeah and so like they were all up here and i guess there were some rumors on facebook that we'd all been burnt over <laughs> well, we did well i <laughs> mean we yeah and so that's safely burnt well, over. yeah that was the thing is that we'd pushed out safety zones and we'd like parked our equipment or we had things stationed in a way that there, there was we like plenty of defensible space. So that was, it must have been something to do with the air attack. Yeah. It so, had to have been because they were the ones like on the only ones would have seen that. Yeah. So I don't know if the sheriffs showed up. Maybe it was just like a call and the it sheriffs were... Facebook looting stuff. Is that you... No, I don't think it was about any of that. Anyway, I think they, were they to showed kick... up trying to get everybody... But up. they didn't know who was firefighters, like who was signed up and who was like Cause cause we firefighters. Right. We weren't, right? So We had all like... had yellows on. But so they come up to the Hammonds place, right? They went all the way up to the yeah. top there and tried to tell everybody that they had to leave. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, we're talking about like Butte Falls people. Hello. Which is like not the kind of people that you tell Hello? anything to yeah. at all. Like you don't no. tell them to leave their home, no. right? And you can't do that. Especially the property they're trying to protect. There's no way. So There's six cop anybody. cars go running up the road and then maybe... 15 minutes later, I see all six with their lights off, like, tail between their legs coming down. And come to find out that basically the, the, the answer they got when they came up there to force the evacuation of Open Chain Road was to fuck right out of here. <laughs> and, you know, the, the there's a, a couple of the old guys, you know, that they're, if you want to tell me to leave my home, that's when the guns are going to come out. You know, like, that kind of energy was what was all over the place up here, was that it was just, like, we're standing our ground against this fire, and that's or the we'll only thing that we can do. We can. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's us, us wives at home with a bucket, or, you know, or, yeah. you know. <laughs> Shares came up. Everybody said, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Or the guns are coming out. And they were like, we don't care that much. We're going home. Yeah. I think the sheriffs, it was just, maybe it was protocol. I think they yeah. have to. Because I talked to a couple of the sheriffs. I recognized their trucks and I talked to them. They're like, yeah, we, they said that they just had a call that there was people that weren't evacuated. And so basically it's all they did was make a scene and drive up the road and turn around and drive off. They just <laughs> like, I mean, that's like, they were like, because yeah. I think they knew. Because yeah. I talked to a couple of them and they're like, well, what's, I was like, we're, I mean, what are you guys doing? You about run over like you literally about got killed by a D seven cat walking down the road. Yeah, yeah, because it what the, yeah they, because you cannot go ripping up and down the roads that you could not during that whole thing without running face first into a bulldozer. Yeah, right. Like yeah. it was. Yeah, open chain road <laughs> was a major th- thoroughfare for mm-hmm. cats from the beginning to the end of the whole thing. Wow, yeah, so <laughs> y'all are out here by yourselves for four days. Day three, the sheriffs come up. We went by ourselves. We had friends. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That no official on resources. On Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah, but Facebook said, I'm holding my wife and children here hostage and won't let them leave the house. 
And I'm looking at Wait, my property what? and looking at my house and like, we've, we've done a lot of work here. And we've done a lot of work outside. Like, we've got green stuff and we've got no, 15 bulldozers parked in place. my yard. Like, well, this happened? is the safest place you can be in Oregon right Wait, now. Wait, I didn't hear you about didn't this. You didn't hear about it? Somebody oh said my you were God. holding what? everyone hostage? No, I was holding my wife and children hostage. I wouldn't let them leave. I think it was your mom. I think it was your mom. No. <laughs> I had to call. I had to call her dad. I had to call her mom. I had to call her mom's friend, which is somebody that works in ODF. And I'm like, hey, I got it. Like, what the fuck, you guys? Like, I'm not like, no. Like, this is. I got it. We got it. Like, I know exactly where the fire is. So the last time I told my wife to go hang out, she went down to Central Point and. The fire burn over. She ran over a dog. I think zombies were coming. The apocalypse. I don't know. Yeah. Like, come home. Yeah. Like, I got you. And she respected that. And I took her on a little tour on the side-by-side -side we destroyed. And she was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. And it all worked out. All yeah. Worked out. That's amazing. Eight days, 16 to 24 hours working, and y'all saved Butte Falls. We got lucky awesome. with the weather too. It was a lot of, lot of like, a lot of good things happened all at once. A lot of good people. It was really yeah. just a matter of everybody doing their part and coming together and, and trying to make it happen. And too, you realized like that's what had me crying on the bulldozer. Yeah, half the well, time. and you realized too the people that you might not be very close with, or you know, that's a neighbor that you don't see or talk to or anything. How close they when everybody in was there. State of emergency. Or there were dudes I don't like. That I would hug at like right now if I saw them. You know what I mean? Like, that's because, America, man. That's dude, like, get I, over yeah, your it shit. Didn't matter. And, like, that's it, America. Nothing. Like, it did not matter if I thought you were the most irritating son of a bitch. Like, you are my brother right now <laughs> in that shit. Because it, it was, Coming it was, together. that was how it was. And anybody that was there and anybody that didn't quit on it was just like, I, Only I one person it. quit. <laughs> and he didn't like it. We didn't need to tell him. Like, he knows. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Here you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a beautiful thing, though. People come, come together in the face of adversity and saving your community. It's like... No, it's, it's the most worthwhile thing that yeah. I've ever done, I think. I, I mean, like... You can do cool things with your life and you can do like a really like, but that kind of circumstance is something that doesn't, it doesn't happen all the time. And when it happens to see it, everybody respond the way that they did and as quickly as they did, it gives you like a lot of faith in our ability to, especially like in a world where everybody's so divided all the time now to see that where nothing mattered other than what was happening right in front of us was yeah. really you know I, there's it a, it's like overwhelming to think about what that says about people and and who we are as a country and who we are as a community and i agree the more that we carry that kind of energy through the rest of our lives you know the world would be a much better place like that i mean the whole world's on fire all the time and the more that we can work together the way that we did so seamlessly and all that kind of thing, if we can translate that into the uh, like everything. Mm -hmm. See human. Yeah. People don't see human anymore. We're all human. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, uh, I have more questions, but we've talked for two hours, so I think that's a great, <laughs> <laughs> great uh, note to end it on. Thank you all very much. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> heard special guests Nick Rogers, Marissa Rogers, and John Lehman. If you'd like to support these folks and you have trees you need to cut, land you need to clear, things you need to truck, or manure you need to move, you can hire them to do some work for you. Nick is the owner of Rogers Contract Cutting Incorporated as well as 2J's Resources Low Impact Sustainable Forestry, where they use draft horses rather than diesel-powered skidders to haul out logs. John's company is Extra Careful Nice Boys Trucking, and he is happy to load up and haul basically anything you might need. He hauled 400 yards of horse manure for me last year. Community Talk with Tommy is produced by Justin Silva, Austin Roberts, Hillary Wallace, and myself with the help of our creative consultant, Max Goldman. I'm your host, Tommy Letchworth, and if you like what you heard, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on most other platforms where podcasts can be found. Find us on Facebook at Community Talk with Tommy. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. This episode of Community Talk with Tommy is brought to you by Ked Fred, Inc., Are you kicking ass at your job? Too much ass? Are you getting things done on time or ahead of schedule? Are you worried your boss and customers will be happy with your work and expect this level of efficiency every time? Don't worry, Ked Fred is here to slow things down. Just when you begin to find your rhythm and get shit done, Fred will come along and give you a hand to fuck your shit up. Need to cut down a tree? Fuck you, that's Fred's tree. Word that you can't afford, Fred? That's the best part. Ked Fred only shows up when you least expect it and can least afford it. Ked Fred Inc., the leader in f***ing shit up since 1776. Ked Fred Inc. offers are available in all states and U.S. territories, especially the District of Columbia. Ked Fred Inc. services may result in high blood pressure, stroke, brain aneurysms, ulcers, drinking to forget, uncontrollable rage, and assaulting innocent inanimate objects. Ked Fred Inc. is an LLC and, while responsible, does not take any liability for any services rendered.